Movies Through Time. Movies Through Time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Movies Through Time. Movies Through Time. Movies through time. Uh, we're we're traveling to two thousand nine. Wow, ten this years is, ago. Is this the most recent episode? I maybe maybe uh, we we yeah. haven't determined that yet because we're in a time travel machine. Oh, that's right. It, it doesn't. Wow. I I still haven't figured out time travel, and it's kind of annoying because it doesn't get me where I want to be all the time. But we got to two thousand nine. Um, in the post-Katrina New Orleans world of The Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call New Orleans, starring Nick Cage, directed by Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog, that's right. Yeah. So, do you have a quick plot description, or was I supposed to look that up? Um, so, the plot description is it's pretty straightforward. So, it's post-Hurricane Katrina. Uh, in the beginning of the movie, Nick, the Nicolas Cage character... Saves this man who's drowning in a cell, and he jumps over this barrier and screws up his back. Yeah, lower lumbar to be in particular. I don't. Yeah, yeah, and then um, so then he kind of gets recognition for that, but then he's as this hero for New Orleans, but then at the same time he becomes really addicted to drugs and painkillers for his back pain, and then it just kind of escalates and spirals. And gets kind of crazier and crazier. Yeah, as the and movie then, progresses. Yeah. As the movie progresses, and then he's trying to solve this case that about this um, dealing with this uh, family this, that got murdered, and then yeah, the witnesses family, to the uh, murder yeah. got murdered. Yeah, and so that's the basically the plot. The yeah, so the plot. he's trying to resolve a quintuple homicide, which I think turns into a six-person homicide at some point, but. Um, yeah, so the theory that I came in with this film is that he actually saved New Orleans, Nicolas Cage. And I don't mean like, oh, in the movie he saved New Orleans. I mean, because of this movie, it saved New Orleans. This, <laughs> this is the movie that provided the relief that post-Hurricane Katrina New Orleans. Did. Yeah, I mean, it was five years later, so it's kind of late to the game. But I think it did provide like spiritual relief to well, people well, who live in New Orleans. It came out in 2009, right? Yeah. So it would be four, four years later. Right? Well, no, didn't Katrina happen in 2004? No, it happened in 2005. Really? Yeah. Okay, someone Google that really quick. Not you, but someone who's listening no, I, to this no, uh, I, I, pre-recorded. I, I, I googled it before we started recording. It said 2000. Well, I want someone to Google this again, even though this is a pre-record. I don't agree with you. What did I say about poking holes in my well, fucking? Well, okay, theories? let's 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 use the time machine. Uh, Find out. I don't know how the thing works, man. Okay. Okay. I don't get to pick the films. That's not how this works. Okay. But I do know that. Yeah, I mean. Well, I, I guess the time machine must like Warner Herzog films, though. Um, well, that's not clear yet, because we don't know what's being released or not, because time machines are kind of, you know, unreliable. I have a feeling that it's we're going to watch multiple Warner Herzog films. Not necessarily machine. in order. Anyways, we got to get back to Nicolas Cage, okay? Now, okay. he saved New Orleans. Um, yes, yes, he did. Yeah, so in the film, he's like the stoic character that is operating within uh, the corruption of a police department, the chaos of crime in, you know, a post- 
uh, Katrina World, you know, like six months out. And you can see in like as, you know, the world and as the world of New Orleans is revealed more and more to you, how it's getting, you know, there's more crime, there's more lavish things, prostitutes are everywhere or whatever. He's being kind of like a straight shooter in the sense of, you know, he's getting his moral objectives done, which is like justice, but he's constantly acting in these ways where he's ostensibly a really bad character that you wouldn't necessarily relate with. Uh, he steals drugs from people. He smokes crack constantly. Uh, he makes bets that he's not able to fulfill on. He, in some ways, acts very corrupt. Um, I think well, he yeah, it's, black it's kind of like a football player to win a game because he's on yeah, by he's, he's doing sports betting, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's kind of interesting too because it's like the the way the movie progresses is it's really nice because it has a good you can kind of see all the sides of his character in that opening scene and during Katrina when he has to say that guy because on the one hand at first he's being like an asshole to the guy and he's like oh I'm wearing $55 and I won't save you and they bet on if he's gonna live or die kind of thing yeah and then they're kind of messing around but then when it comes down to it he saves the guy yeah and at his own detriment too yeah to his own detriment and then you kind of see both sides of his personality so like when it comes down to it though he saves the guy even though he was being a bit of a and like just messing with him before when when the guy really needed him and when New Orleans really needed him, he stepped up and saved him. So. I mean, Nick, and I mean, literally, Nicolas Cage did that in New Orleans. That's kind of unknown. Actually, he I wants mean, to be... Uh, actually, no, he wants... is a documentarian, so, like, he's... <laughs> yeah, this is... <laughs> he, what happened. he made this right after the Grizzly Man, right? <laughs> oh, Totally. Yeah, back to back. He was there present as Nicolas Cage. And Nicolas Cage actually just became a cop for a little bit. That was a weird part about all of it. Well, and also Nicolas Cage, fun fact, Nicolas Cage wants to be buried in New Orleans. So he has he has an affinity for the city. Right, and like didn't you say it was a pyramid that he was gonna get? Yeah, so he actually had he had them <laughs> he had them create a Nicolas Cage like pyramid. I can't remember if it's a pyramid or an obelisk, but like some great big structure, and he's going to be buried inside it when he dies. So that's going to be everybody so can go to visit cool to visit for the people in New Orleans. <laughs> he's kind of yeah, making it a better place. Everybody can end up. Everybody can. Uh, yeah, when if you end up at the in New Orleans, you can go visit his Nicholas Cage pyramid in the cemetery and pay your respects to a hero. I would say so, and. It's, well, some of the scenes though it seems weird <laughs> like i didn't understand like how is he kind of like being the bad guy here but also good somehow so there's a scene where he's uh following this guy and this uh, prostitute into an alley and he uh tries to take their drugs or whatever and then she starts jerking him off uh, as they smoke crack with each other and he starts saying like oh yeah how do you feel how do your parents feel that their little girl their little girl is doing this and she's like i don't give a shit and so he's getting jerked off and the guy tries to run away and he shoots the gun towards him. And he's like, no, you stay here and watch your girlfriend. You watch her do this. Um, Everything starts to spiral out of control as soon as he starts getting into uh, drug addiction. Really. Well, I mean, you could suggest that it was right at the beginning of the film, though, because even when they go to the locker of the prison uh, area, like they take this guy's uh, nude photos of his wife away from him. But yeah, so like even right there, that... they find papers to find out that, oh, there's another guy locked in the prison. But, yeah, but it's kind of it's kind of like what they say, though. Like, um, yeah, he had that that side of his personality in the beginning of the film, but it's kind of like what they say with drugs or it's like drugs. 
especially drugs like what he was taking, they can they tend to enhance your neg- the negative characteristics in your personality. So oh, he kind well, of he started to become of theory. There. He started to become he started to kind of it enhanced like the negative qualities that he had from earlier on in the film and just expanded them to the point where he was doing stuff like that where he was like well that's a theory but i have facts and the fact is that drugs basically saved new orleans because if nicholas cage wasn't doing drugs this film wouldn't have happened (laughs) so there goes you you think he couldn't have saved new orleans without doing drugs no are you out of your mind of course not i I think he could have no he has it in him he wouldn't have that weird gasp as he's doing drugs and threatening to kill people (laughs) that kind of thing I think he, I, I think he can do it without the drugs. Have you seen other Nicolas Cage movies? No, no. <laughs> like this wouldn't be spiritually enlightening then for all the people in New Orleans. Who, every single person saw this too. Like that's not in dispute. But what is in dispute is if he hadn't been doing drugs, it wouldn't have been as magical of a film then. I. So I think you're dead wrong. Yeah, you could, that. you could say it wouldn't have been as entertaining of a film. Well, yeah, but that's part of the rejuvenation of New Orleans. It's like yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I, I blanked. You got to fill in the blank but, for me. But 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 to help but you with buts, your argument, I would say the film, yes. to help you with your argument, I would say that you could say that he was going through some. <laughs> he was having a bit of an, a spiritual experience when he was seeing the iguana. Oh yeah, he was uh, hallucinating at various times in the film. Yeah, he was see- he was seeing lizards and iguanas and. Well, I, yeah. when when did he see a wizard? No lizards. Oh, I okay. I was I was getting confused yeah. there. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't he know. He saw a wizard when he was tripping. Yeah. But that's also be, so. yeah, and I realized too, like in the film, at some point he mentions like I haven't gone to sleep for like a day and a half, and so this entire time he's doing all these drugs. He's doing all yeah, because that yeah. So maybe he was maybe it was just the lack of sleep he started hallucinating. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's exactly the idea. Um, I don't know because I don't I don't I don't I didn't remember him taking psychedelics in the film. No, but if you stay up long enough, you can start tripping, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It must have been the lack of sleep. Yeah, and then also if you're doing a lot of uh, uh, speed and uh, various types of drugs, I imagine like somehow that's going to affect your uh, vision, so to speak. I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think my claim is rock solid, but I just don't know what else to say about it entirely. I mean... I, I thought it was kind of neat to see a film like uh that actually kind of like it kind of it didn't really because because it was post katrina it didn't really like gla- i don't know like uh glamorize or like really it kind of showed showed it showed new orleans like the way it was right after katrina which yeah uh, kind of dilapidated lo- neighborhoods mm-hmm. um whereas which i actually kind of liked because you don't really see that in movies that much like a lot of the movies where i see where they're set in new orleans they, ju- they just show bourbon street and the nice parts of new orleans but like this showed kind of the was bourbon street just like on the river or something or? yeah well it's like the touristy area where they just have all the nice old like spanish architecture and stuff and it's all yeah, I mean, yeah. like, they're basically just in the ghetto most of the time of this film, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, whereas this film, it kind of shows the gritty parts of New Orleans post-Katrina, where it's just, like, just really run-down shacks for houses, and just, like, he's going through and, yeah, just doing his... Doing his corrupt police thing, but also just being super cool. You know what? I think this also helped people from New Orleans get over the idea that all cops are bad, and that really one good apple means all the apples are good. So... <laughs> 
there's no such thing as police violence or corruption or anything like that. <laughs> as long as Nicolas Cage is there, it's fine. And he's going to be buried there at some point. So as soon as that happens, too, it's like, well, New Orleans will just be a utopic place. He has an affinity for the city. Well, I mean, like, and the city has an affinity for him. He saved them. Yeah, well, he actually lived in New Orleans for a while in a haunted house. Ergo, he saved New Orleans. Yeah, he has a yeah. special If connection. I keep saying the point, it's got to be tr- it's got to be true. <laughs> if I just keep nailing it in, it's like, well, you only said it two times, but if you say it like eight times, I think you're not lying here. Yeah. Um. Well, any- anything else you kind of want to mention about the film in general? Because I I did enjoy it um, quite a bit. Yeah, I think of the Herzog one of Herzog films I've seen. This is probably my favorite, actually. Um, just it's really entertaining. It's a really unique film. The um, the plot is kind of it kind of feels like you have you have no idea where the hell it's going at times. Oh, and you and know at the end too, it, it like every issue that he had like just magically got resolved in like one moment, and I thought that yeah. was just kind of funny. And then, like oh, and then everything kind of... was just totally fine, and there was just this happily ever after. Yeah, because I I was watching the film, I was like, okay, this has got to be coming close to the end. Like, how the hell are they going to resolve all this crazy? has gone down and, and they find a way it all just like like one by one every problem just well, in such a corny and campy way too and it was just kind of funny because it was out of nowhere um well and then the ending scene i thought was funny too where he's just he's just like in the aquarium with the guy he saved the year before yeah and i was thinking and about that scene too and i was thinking that uh, the aquarium in a way is contained violence you know you have these sharks just swimming in the background you know and if you think about the environment he's been in the entire film it's a violent environment it's kind of freaky and scary but now he's kind of in this contained element of it and mm-hmm. you know the whole point too is the guy he saved you know uh was in rehab or drugs you know a year later and he's right next to nick as he's next to a pile of cocaine like about to mm-hmm. you know, hit it up so this is kind of like the drawback of you know, okay, you're in the chaos, you got some goals objected, now you kind of get back from the chaos, and that's possible again, and the, I think the aquarium kind of symbolizes that in a way, where it's like, yeah, there's violence, but you can contain it, or you can distance yourself from it, even though you're surrounded by it. Yeah, no, it's kind of a, a comical and like peaceful way to end the movie. It's like, oh, they're sitting in this peaceful aquarium, like after hours, just kind of in front of it, just so I guess the talking. aquarium scene, too, is... It's it like is totally like what kids dark. would go yeah, do, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know if it's retarded. I would just say it's... No, I said it's totally dark, too, so it almost feels like it's maybe after hours. I don't know if it's totally dark and retarded, but okay, man. I, I never said the word retarded. I think you're hearing You things. just did. I just heard you. I just heard you. <laughs> I just said it because you said it, and I said I did not say it. Okay, okay. Okay, um, you're tripping. I don't think I'm drunk. No, I said I think you're tripping. What? Uh, stop putting words in my mouth. Right. All right. So, anything else, or just wait until next week see another film? Um. Oh yeah, we should also mention that uh, Ava Mendes plays the love interest in this movie. What too. What else did she play in? Because she seems really recognizable to me. And she. Oh, she. I think was she in Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage too? I think they've starred alongside each other before. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, what is Ava Mendez really known for? She's recognizable to me, but I didn't actually look up anything she's um, What she is she really known for? She's in a bunch of movies, but, like... Well, because you knew her name, and you wanted to mention that, and I thought you had a movie off the top of your head. Um, well, I know they'd been in, in Go- The Ghost Rider together, so it wasn't his first time being cast with her. In terms of, like, her biggest movies, probably tr- maybe Training Day. That was a big movie she was in. 
Oh, and then they got married in real life. IMDb, IMDb, that's true. Nicholas Cage is married to Ava Mendez. She's in. Or no, I don't. I don't remember. She's in Leon the Night. Other guys, Ghost Rider, Training Day. Okay. Well, on that note, we will talk next week. All right. All right. Bye, dude. See ya.